That's Alex. That was, I was going to say that was all my energy. I Yes, it's me. Hi. <laughs> uh, I'm Steph, and we're here. We're queer. And we've got shit to say. Um, um, yes, Penny is here as well. Um, actually, I have Penny, Sokka, and Daisy with me today. But, um, yeah, Alex, I um, I went to a bridal shower today. We're just going to start right in, I guess. Yeah, let's um, just fucking do it. I don't, have, I don't have anything to vamp on right now. Let's just go. Yes, I don't even know <laughs> if I introduced the podcast. This is gay as in. Oh, this is gay as in. Yeah, <laughs> we talk about gay shit. Uh, actually, yep. the um, topic of the day, I guess we're just going to kind of talk about, like, traditions and... Um, how much stuff hates them. Uh, I don't know why I'm talking in the third person. But Yeah, that wasn't uh, me. That was Steph talking in the third person. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I, I went to a uh, bridal shower today. And ladies of the bridal shower, if you're listening, I didn't hate your bridal shower. It was a lovely time. I enjoyed myself and I'm glad that you invited me. But it just reminded me about how like we have these traditions primarily around primarily around like religion and like um just some heteronormativity heteronormative heteronormative and just these really really old traditions that do not apply to today's world um so i went to a bridal shower today um and it was a homosexual bridal shower so (gasps) scandal scandal so it wasn't traditional in that sense because it was uh two women but it just reminded me about how we do these things because society or because um because people tell us to do them um so i actually had my aunt explain to me because when we were talking about going to this bridal shower i was like what do you even get somebody for a like what even is a bridal shower and um you know my aunt was just saying stuff like oh well usually it's like um, you know, you get stuff like for the bride, like, you know, like lingerie for the husband or stuff like that. And I'm like, but isn't that just like a bachelorette party? Yeah. So I guess, I don't know. I can't keep up with these fucking things. So usually if you have a bridal shower, you don't have a bachelorette party. And if you have a, there's something about the Jack and Jill, like you don't have a Jack and Jill and a something i don't know either way so i guess a bridal shower obviously for the bride um and then you have like your jack and jill which is for the bride and the groom and this is all fucking traditional heteronormative fucking bullshit that i'm speaking here um where at the jack and jill you get them things like um like things for their house because i was explaining to this to alex um before we started recording that the thing that I don't like about these like Jack and Jill's and bridal showers and stuff is that you know you get stuff for the house because a million years ago you live with your parents and then you ask the groom asks the bride to be's father can I marry your daughter and then if the dad says yes then they get engaged and then they get married and they get a house together and they move in together for the first time and then they have their Jack and Jill where you get them all these gifts for their new house, um, which is like a housewarming party. <laughs> I, I was just thinking that because I, to myself, I was like, there. I'm sure that there are some people who are very much in the uh, 
traditional mindset of not living with their partner before marriage and whatever. Like those people, I don't know any of them personally. Um, I'm sure they exist, but like, it just sounds, it just sounds like a housewarming party. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's exactly what it sounds like. Also, I'm glad you don't know people like that. Well, I mean, I guess I'm, I guess it doesn't affect me at all who you know. But, like, yeah. if you don't live with your partner before you marry them, you're probably going to get divorced in, like, a week. How are you supposed to know if you're going to spend the rest of your life with somebody if you don't live with them? Yeah, it's it's such a huge test because, um, so, like, this is the first time that I'm living with a partner. And it's, like, understanding, you know, their routine. How, do like, do they keep tidy? Are they messy? Um if you ask them to to like do something like take out the trash do do they do it and like how are you yourself as like a roommate of some kind like are you taking care of shit like you're supposed to are you paying bills on time like you you find out so many aspects about a person by living with them and i guess like the biggest thing that you you find out is are they a responsible human person and if you marry them and then you move in and you find out oh no I hate it here. Yeah. <laughs> like you're screwed. You're screwed. You're so screwed. It's so dumb. Like just, yeah. It's it's an it's an old thing, because people don't do that anymore. People, like, move in with their spouse and then they get married. Or like, I just, I I don't I just don't see. It's just not a thing anymore. So the whole like, um, like Jack and Jill, thing like doesn't. I mean. If they're getting married, they more than likely have already lived together. So, like, they're just, like, getting presents because they're getting married. But, like, isn't that what, the, like, at weddings, you also give presents at weddings. Because, like you said before, Alex, weddings are fucking expensive, which is another thing. I don't believe you should be spending <laughs> a shit ton of fucking money on a wedding. I think that's stupid. Go to town yeah, hall. So, whatever. So, um, I mean, I guess a couple of things here. Um, number one, like... In some people's lives, the wedding is, like, the most important thing to ever happen to them, which I, listen, I, like, I don't, I don't know what my full opinion is on it. I honestly think that that's a little, like, it can be, like, a very important day in your lives, but, like, if you put it as the most important day of your life, ooh, boy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you're the kind of person that I want to hang out with because like of course it's an important day but like you should there should be so much more for you to look forward to past that. Um and on top of that, like so Tanya and I had been talking about it um just because I was like why do people pay so much for weddings? And so as it turns out, uh she did some research and it turns out that like the the level of service and the quality of the product that you are receiving in terms of food, for instance, food and cake, like there's a lot more effort that goes into making sure that everything is perfect and making sure there's staff on site to make sure everything is perfect that they wouldn't, you know, do for like a retirement party, right? Because like, you know, per tradition, weddings are a very important day and they can't get fucked up. Otherwise you're gonna have a very unhappy person that you're dealing with or maybe some unhappy people. Um, but yeah, so, I guess like the like the pricing of the services and the goods that you're getting make a little bit of sense. I personally don't want to pay a ton of money to get married. I'd rather throw like a, a huge pizza party, party for everybody. Not even a pizza party because like listen, I want 
I want this. I want some top tier food. I want like I want more than pizza, but like I would rather put that money towards like a party with everybody so we can all have fun and not have it be like a stressful day. Just because like I've seen as somebody who has I've attended a few weddings, um, and I was in one, and I rem- I remember so vividly I was like teen, and um, it was a family member who was getting married, and you know we're we're in the limo on the way to the venue, and. I literally made a comment that was about the weather and I was like I was like oh it, it looks a little cr- a little cloudy but I don't think it's gonna rain and the family member fl- flipped out on me the family member flipped out on me <laughs> who, who was getting married because I even insisted that it might rain <sighs> like it's just such an intense situation and it's a stress that's like put on the people in the wedding like on themselves because of this whole again this whole thought that it's like the most important day of my life, even though like that person has since been divorced um, multiple times. But it's like, I, like I, I just I don't fully understand how it could be a the most important day in somebody's life, and b like just why like why are you putting so much stress on this? It's yeah. a day. It is it is one day, and it's supposed to be a prelim for how the rest of your life with this person is going to go. Right. And the only thing <laughs> that even. changes about being married is a piece of paper, your taxes, your, uh, what is the suffix in front of your name? I mean, health insurance. Health insurance. Prop- it's, like a, it's like a lot of properties and legal stuff. Yeah. It's literally but... like legal stuff and like money and like financial stuff. It has nothing to do with your relationship. Like, it's, I mean, nothing's it's a, changing. At that point... Well, at that point, it is a little bit to do with your relationship because if things go south, then it's very much <laughs> part of your relationship. It's more of like a, it's it's just again, it's a tradition, um, which has legal consequences. Yeah, um, but like if things go south, it's still, it it's still all financial. It's all it's legal. It's all legal. It's still all getting married is literally just legal financial stuff like your relationship no matter if you get married or not doesn't nothing like it doesn't affect your your relationship so that's see that's the interesting thing though so for instance you just said financial because i I actually disagree with you to this point um so you said financial stuff changes right well that can actually have a really big emotional impact where for instance i went and filed my taxes myself i went with tanya to my accountant um she does her taxes differently than i do and so, like, you know, while we could, you know, if if I was, like, a robot, no emotions, like, sure, like, I would be like, okay, so I'm going to do it the way that she does it because it's better. But, like, what if I have, like, an ego problem where I'm just like, but, like, my, my way is valid, too. And then just, like, like, emotions can get tied into those things. And so it's, like, you're going to have to start making decisions together, which can impact your relationship because like it could be money managing responsibilities what if you open a joint checking account with this person at that point that's another thing that can both be financial and emotional um it is like a heightening of a relationship just because of that legal standing because like i don't know it's just once once things get more entangled there is an emotional aspect to that um your relationship is going to change a little bit hopefully for the better but like I don't know just like be like myself like we're, we're not looking to, to to get married for a, a while like for at least a couple more years because like why rush we, right. there's no reason to um but there is there is more to to it 
where like I don't care that much about the ceremony part of it um, personally, but I do understand the legal implications. Yeah, but like the the emotional part that like financial things can have a re- emotional reaction, but the baseline is the financial part. You're having an emotional reaction because of the the primary source, which is the financial part. Yes, exactly. But you were just saying that it was just finances and you're saying it was just this, just that. But I'm saying that there is more, there's like, they're tied together, but there is an emotional aspect that will change the relationship. It's kind of like the emotional change of moving in with somebody because that's just like another, another step up where, you know, you could say like, oh, it's just a a living arrangement. But like when in fact, it's also like, is this person responsible? Mm -hmm. Is this person like, is this person just going to lay around the house all day? Like, does this person actually leave the house? <laughs> just yeah. like all of these other things, which can have emotional consequences or like an emotional, um, like just, just an after effect, right? Um, just being like, oh no, this person is home all the time. I don't, I don't think they have friends. <laughs> like, oh, <no. laughs> like, like those kind, like those kinds of things can come out once you actually move in with somebody, because when you're not living together, you don't really see those other aspects of their life. So they're again, like, you could say that there's a legal implication too because I signed a lease with somebody, but there's also emotional implications because I signed that lease with somebody. Yeah. Well, that can also go like that. That's why I don't like to um, like move in with friends. Like whenever like someone like suggests like, oh, like we should get an apartment together. And I'm like, no, I will start hating you. <laughs> like, no, I do not want to move in with you. Like, because you can know a person all you want. But, like, if there's, like, one little thing that, like, if you know them very well and you there's, like, that one little thing that bothers you, you're going to be around that person all the fucking time. And that little yeah. thing that bothers you is going to turn into another little thing and another little thing. And then they're all going to start being these big things. Because if you're like me, you're dramatic and make a big deal of everything. You know? So it's just, like, and if you're like me, you have high anxiety and everything stresses you out. But, like, it just, yeah, that can be, fr- like, moving in with somebody, like, regardless of the relationship what kind of relationship it is um is like always a stressful situation it's always not as good as it sounds see i disagree because i really like my living situation now (laughs) yeah but like it's different it is different when you're like moving in like with a partner um because I don't know like I, I've, I've just always had a heart and I think it's because when I was 18 I moved out lived on my own I lived on my own until I moved to New Hampshire um I, I just like being alone but like you know when I when my ex moved in to this house like honestly nothing really changed because um her work schedule like we had opposite work schedules so I just never saw her anyway plus she had a separate bedroom um so it really like nothing really changed but like, I can just see myself, like, if I moved in with a friend, I'd be like, oh, like, yeah, I would want to, I would want to live with that person because I like that person. But, like, if I'm around that person all the time, I would probably hate them. It's part, like, the thing is, is that, um, shockingly enough, communication is so vital to all of these situations that you're outlining. <laughs> you know how much because, I love like, communication. Big fan of it. Um just because yeah like the biggest thing is that you know in in this household it's like if there's something bothering you you have to say it otherwise you're gonna grow to resent each other so like 
if you don't have healthy boundaries with that whatever hypothetical friend that you're going to move in with, of course it's going to be horrible. <laughs> like, you have to be able to communicate to each other, like, hey, clean your fucking dishes. I swear to God. <laughs> I will murder um, you in your sleep. I know where you sleep. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Just, I guess, back to to the original point is that, like, with something like marriage, you know, on the surface, you might just be like, oh, it's just financial stuff and whatever that's changing. The relationship doesn't change when it, I, I genuinely say, like, in <laughs> fact, it does. Because there's also another aspect that we did not discuss, which is now that you're married, there's going to be some kind of an expectation that you're going to, you know, do holidays at spouses, families' houses and try to have a better relationship with, like, their parents and their siblings and their, like, their whole family and all this other stuff. So that it's, it's incredibly complex. Well, I mean, I feel like if you don't already have, like, I don't know. I, I just think because um, some people rush into marriage, like, and I, and I know that I'm saying this now, but I feel like, you know, you should be with someone for quite a while before you get married. And I'm, yeah, I know I thought you were just going <laughs> to, I thought you were just going to say like, uh, <laughs> you, you, you're like, I'm just, I'm just saying this now. I was like waiting for like a, are you, is this you telling me not to marry my partner? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm just saying, like, I'm saying this now, knowing, like, knowing me, I'll probably, like, my next relationship, probably, like, oh, we're getting married, and, like, after knowing each other for two weeks, um, which is a mistake, but um, I just, there's, I, I really, I know, like, when you're in it, it's different, when you're, like, in love, and everything is just, like, I love this person so much, I want to marry you, um, don't, don't do it until you actually, like, have lived with them for a while, you know, get to know their family is that the kind of like family it you know is that the kind of mother-in-law that you want is it is it something that you really want to because when you have a you know a spouse like like you said like there's like family like you're also kind of marrying their family depend on the person some people aren't close with their family some people barely have a family um so yeah. it's, it differs from like, it's not the same for everybody obviously but like, I feel like you should already know their family and be doing, you know, at least, like, every other holiday with this family, that whatever, you know, yeah. do their family traditions, whatever. Like, you should already be doing that before getting married, just so you have all of the, all of your, your bases covered, so you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, I, um, the advice that I, I had heard on various podcasts was that you have to spend at least one of each season with this person at least a year um i actually think that that's quite a short amount of time yeah just because like things like just as time goes on things start to come out and like your relationship changes just because like it's maybe not as new and and fresh as it was but like you have to see where it's gonna go in the long term um and the only way that you can do that is by committing that time <laughs> otherwise like you have no idea how the relationship is going to ebb and flow and change because it's exactly. an ever-changing thing it's two two people how however many people are involved whatever whatever you would like <laughs> um in my experience it is two people um myself and my partner and just like you know two ever-changing people experiencing the world in two completely different ways or mostly different ways um 
you have an entire you have an entire backstory a bunch of baggage that comes with you depending on like what stage of your life you're at like it's so complex you have to give it time yeah not only that but like so i don't i can't back up my sources alex you know this the listeners if you don't know this i i say things without knowing my sources but from my understanding you don't i don't know where the fuck i heard this from you don't really know a person until you've known them for two years. Like, two years is, like, when you really, like, get to know a person fully. But also, can't tell you the fucking science facts or medical facts about this, but every seven years, you, as as an individual, you change every seven years. And if there's two people involved or more, those people are changing every seven years. So it's it's another thing that people don't understand that... When you're with somebody, you have to, you have to be prepared for, because things aren't going to be the same all the time. People change their mind about things. People evolve, you know, so you have to be prepared for things aren't going to be the way they are in this present time forever. You know, people constantly change. I can't even, from the past like two years how much I've changed as a pro I'm a completely fucking different person than I was in like 2019 or 2018 you know like so fucking different and like that people have to just kind of keep that in mind that like it's not always it's not going to stay the same forever things are going to change and then you have to communicate talk it out and you know if you really love that person you'll accept them for their changes for their evolution for whatever yeah um two things one you definitely have way more crystals now than when i met you two yeah um i don't know about the seven years thing uh the seven years thing is a um i think you're referring to something about like at that point like you're like every seven years you have a new set of cells of some kind um that's i think that's where you're pulling that from um i think that people just change all the time there's no set definitive time period like i think that i think that two years just as a general rule of thumb is a lovely rule of thumb lots of things are going to come up over the course of two years i don't think a year is enough which is why i said it was too short um but yeah i mean people change all the time you know for instance uh tanya had never seen top chef did not have any strong opinions about top chef so that she was not interested in watching it now we've watched a season and a half together and she loves it and we watch it all the time so (laughs) it's like i don't know just varying things um varying things can change and things changes stuff happens and comes up and all of that um yeah so it's so interesting that we're talking about like people changing and people evolving and yet we still have these same ridiculous traditions yes thank you (laughs) that's what like I don't, I just, I, when I take a step, like, when I take a step back and look at the whole picture, I'm, like, looking around and realizing that, like, people are just doing these things because that's what has always been done. And it's, it's, it just, like, again, for the ladies, if you're listening, I had a really good time at your shower today. I'm not, like, saying that people should only have my views If that's your view, if you want this big expensive wedding, girl, do it. If that's what you want, not for me, you know, not for me, but if that's what you want to do. So I'm not shaming anybody who thinks, I'm not shaming anybody for what they're doing with their life 
I'm just saying for me personally, I don't want that for myself, but um, I regress. Um, I digress. What is regress? I guess like regress could be used similarly, like a regression, but um, digress is the word that you, I think, wanted to use in that situation. I don't know where I got regress from. Um, So... Yeah, so I look at the the big picture, and I'm realizing that these people are doing these things because that's just what, and they don't think about it, you know, like um, wearing a white dress for your wedding. Okay, so that tradition goes back to fucking trillion years ago, where the the bride. Also, this is also heteronormative because nothing has been nothing's fucking changing everyone's just staying in the 200 bc the 200 bc um i think i was gonna say i think that like technically it's probably somewhere in the bc ad realm of things considering jesus is involved somehow um I just want to point out that I really like that you keep like extending the years back that things are going first it was (laughs) a million years ago people wouldn't live together until after they were married and now we're at a trillion years ago people wore white dresses uh you know that i'm you know that i'm dramatic (laughs) but it goes you know it goes back to those times again i can't back up my sources i don't have real facts people Um, you don't even know jesus i don't even know jesus who is Um, she who is she uh people you know the the bride would wear a white dress as a symbol of her being a virgin so when the groom asked daddy can i marry your bride which again is stupid you shouldn't have to fucking ask permission to propose to your girlfriend um when they asked daddy and daddy says yes the the bride wears a white dress because she's a virgin so when she her dad is giving her away to this man she can fuck this dude move into his house they can have lots of kids um because that's what you're supposed to do so it bothers me that people still do the whole white dress thing because it's like if you um i mean there are there are people who um save themselves for marriage primarily for religious things if that's your religion cool go for it not for me but like if you marry someone and then you're a virgin and then you have sex with them and it's terrible well that's um that's your life now because you didn't try it out before you got married so good luck now you're upset about living together and have bad Sleep. sex. Yeah. Yeah. So the the white dress thing really gets me that people just, they just do it and they don't think about it. They're like, oh, I'm getting married. I'm going to get a white dress. It's like, but why? Have you ever thought about why? Why are you getting a white dress? I will because- say that um, just some things that like I've personally observed, there's a lot, like in some circumstances, the wedding isn't even for the people getting married (laughs) yeah it's mostly for like the family specifically like the parents and the grandparents and like it a lot of it just because like i don't want to keep on um like semi shaming the people who like are getting married like everything that they choose and do is their fault because in some circumstances it's not Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is true just because there's some outside pressure um but yeah just like just just from my perspective like of course i'm not wearing a dress anywhere let alone (laughs) to my own wedding yeah (laughs) some people um there's some people who just like don't question it and will go along with it some people just take the white dress and do their version of 
a dress that they would wear but it just so happens to be white some people don't even do a white dress but there are some people who are very specific like very much traditionalist yeah which is like that if that's if that's them cool again i'm not like shaming anybody like if that's what you want to do like i'm not going to show up at your wedding uninvited and be like that's fucking stupid <laughs> push them in the mud yeah oh your white dress isn't white anymore i bet you're not even a fucking virgin huh you know like i'm not gonna that's cyberbullying stuff you can't do that <laughs> like i'm not you know i'm not again not there's no shame here right now um but i just i i i, I just look at the big picture and i i'm just i don't know if anyone's actually taking a step back and what and asking themselves why they're doing it um so another thing with like weddings i know this is this isn't a whole episode about like weddings in general it's more just well, like traditions in general yeah. the thing is is that like there's so there are so many very like old traditions that go with marriage and weddings in particular that it makes it a very like there's a lot of yeah. aspects that you can look at here yeah it's, i i mean I'm, i guess i can say that i'm not i don't hate like all traditions i just don't the really old ones are the ones that like make me like question because they're so old and that's just this is 2021 like we're not we're not back we're not hanging out with jesus anymore like this is you know like it's or f b before christ a after yeah like it's i don't know when the i you know what right now i'm gonna look up no i'm not i lied i was gonna look up the <laughs> when um the whole white dress big wedding thing became a thing but then i would um i would have to read it and i can't do two things at once but um yeah so like the whole white dress thing and then like the wedding thing in itself like why if you're not religious why are you getting married in a church if you are usually usually familial pressure <laughs> doesn't matter if it's your fucking wedding if your parents say like no you should get married in a church it's not their fucking wedding it's your what wedding if they're paying for it mm, good see this good is where point. things get complicated and why i bring this up is that mm. like there are sometimes external pressures to do things a certain way, especially if somebody else is holding the purse strings, um, which can sometimes be the case. So, like, I don't want to be like, you you big loser, why are you getting married in church? In church. <laughs> um, yeah, like, it, it's one of those things where the wedding is, like, somewhat for the people who are who are getting married, but it seems like it's mostly for the family and friends that are around it. So... It's not like, their fucking wedding. Not technically, but financially, maybe. <laughs> but they're not the ones getting... So, okay. So, if my parents said to me, we will pay for your wedding, but it has to be in a church. You have to get... Who... Who? If, what's the um, the traditional um, officiator? Is it priest or what? Uh, I think it depends on the religion. Okay. Um. But yeah, it has to be in a church. It has to be a priest has to officiate the wedding, um, or a minister. I think it's ministers that do it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, anybody okay. can. Any, I mean, we were just talking last week. You can get officiated, or you can become like an officiant. Um, yeah, I'm talking tradition though. Like traditionally mm. speaking, I think a minister does it. Um, so it has to be in a church by a minister. You have to wear a white dress. Um, I think all this these is a very Chris, This is a very Christian version of this. I just want to point that out. Yes, which is traditional, like, even, okay, 
this is what bothers me. So people who aren't Christian or people who aren't religious at all are doing all these things. Like it's, I think because um, Christianity is such a, it has a wide audience. It has a wide. Um... <laughs> are you part of the audience of Christianity? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I sit back and I watch. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's... it's one of those. Well, I mean, Christianity is prevalent in our lives because of how prevalent it is here in our I would say here probably like within like our familial structures um and I think it's also pretty like either Christianity Christianity or Catholicism um is relatively prevalent in the United States um just be just being aware because I think that like a lot of the things that we were talking about even before this because we keep joking about Jesus and whatever (laughs) um that these are very like Christian religion based Catholic religious not like i don't really know much about jewish tradition or like islamic tradition um so just just making some acknowledgement of that yeah i think actually that's a good point like i'm so like it's even traditional to be what what, how am i how do i want to word this it's saying all of this in a like christian sense that even that is being traditional does that make sense to you like um uh, i guess kind of i don't want to say typecasting that's not the right word generalizing the tradition at these traditions as christian or catholic traditions i know that i'm doing that like i know i'm saying oh the tradition is to wear a white dress but that's not true for all religions. I'm just saying this as you're just what you're trying to say is that this is a very in terms of these traditions that we're speaking about in terms of like marriage and whatever they're very Christian and Catholic centric, right? Because that's mostly that's like a lot of America, yeah, like most of America, whatever. Um, but I don't, I don't know where I was going with that. Now I got lost track. Oh, so I'm um, getting married in a church and everything. So if my parents said we will pay for your wedding if you do this, this, and that. Then I would say, then don't pay for my wedding. I'll go to the town hall and then I'll throw a party. You know, like I'm going to do, like for my wedding, I want it to be how me and my partner want it. You know, obviously that in it, in itself is you have to communicate and like agree on what you, you know, what you want. Um, if it, if to my partner, it's extremely important for them to wear a white dress yeah go ahead wear a white dress I mean I'm not going to actually I probably I I really like white dresses with colorful flowers on them so um sure you do is this, I, is this the tradition coming into play here no I just like <laughs> white with colorful flowers okay. as like a garment um how midsummer so, like, of you yeah, you know that. Oh, did I watch that? Did I download that? Did you finally watch it? Because no, I need to I rewatch I, it. I think I looked. Did I download it and not watch it? I feel it's like I looked Prime into for it. Free. Oh, I added it to my. Um, that's what I did. I added it to my uh, my watch list. There was a few things that I added to my watch list. That was one of them. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so a, a lot of these traditions are like. Uh, excuse me like religion based uh christian based catholic based but the people who are just blindly following these traditions aren't even religious so it's like why are you again like you said if it's like family pressure whatever but like i wouldn't it's not about i don't know i just i don't 
see it the way other people see it, I guess. Like, it's not about my parents. Like, it's not your fucking wedding. I'm going to do my wedding the way I want my wedding to be, which I might, I probably won't even have, like, a real wedding. I'll probably just, like, get married, town hall with, you know, my spouse, and then my partner, and then after that, order fucking pizza, we'll have a big party, you know, all my friends and family, they want to come dress however the fuck you want to dress, you want to short, which my family would show up in, like, jean shorts, like, barefoot, and, like, cut-off shirts, that, that's cool, wear whatever you want, I will probably get out of this dress, maybe I'll stay in it, I don't know, but we'll order, we'll get pizza, we'll get, you know, we'll, we'll grill, we'll fucking burgers and hot dogs, like, we'll do, like, I don't, I don't know, I just, I don't, buy into the tradition I'm gonna do what I want to do for my fucking wedding yeah I've been to a selection of weddings um varying degrees of uh Christianity Christianity and Catholicism that uh, present um where you know you have I, I've seen um some of my friends when they were younger like just out of college getting married and like that wedding was like a very very religious wedding <laughs> um like into the opposite end um like another friend getting married at this like mansion um reserving like the like the backyard of the mansion officiated by our lovely local librarian <laughs> a, Support your local a real librarian. a real gem of an old lady very very near and dear to my heart um but yeah, like you can see you can you can usually see like whose wedding it is when you're there. Um thinking about the more religious wedding that I went to is very much the parents paying for it. Yeah. Very like it was very them running the show and I just so happened to be there <laughs> um to to witness it and it was myself and like a few of my other college friends in attendance. Um but yeah, it's it's really complex. But there are a lot of a lot of traditions that people do tend to follow. Um, I blindly guess, too, people just blindly follow them. Eh, I mean, I would say that maybe some people do, but like I think that there's got to be some level of awareness. I would say that most people are probably like vaguely aware of the things that they are doing, but just like shrug and go like, okay, <laughs> like this is what I do. <laughs> um, but changing gears a little bit here what is the tradition that you actually like um i guess like uh you know, watching halloween movies on halloween um i know i i, I hate christmas and I hate christmas movies um but you know like just, just gotta open your heart to christmas stuff i don't know how many times i gotta fucking tell you doesn't matter what year time of year it is <laughs> a classic christmas movie with elizabeth mitchell in it um, <laughs> but only those ones, Santa Claus two and three. Um, let's see what what other kind of traditions. Um, pride. I feel like feel like pride is a tradition, you know, yeah. because it's a reoccurring event. Um, um, things things like that. Things like um, like I can't see myself not going to every single girls just went a weekend. It's now a tradition yeah. to go every year. Things like that. Things that aren't super old traditions that are religion based yeah no they're just like those old. are like like um just like personal traditions it's like a yeah it's like a personal a personal thing 
where like you know you mentioned like the halloween movies that's more of like a mainstream tradition but um which i think is probably like rooted in some kind of like paganism (laughs) and all that um but like even um like we uh started talking about this before we started recording um i think about how people like find it weird that like when they're like oh what are you doing for thanksgiving i'm like nothing what what should i like i don't eat turkey so so it's like but like why are we doing these things when you know white people just kind of busted into america we're like uh hey this is our land now so um bye like what i don't i'm not gonna celebrate that like that's not something that i'm proud of right (laughs) you know like and also why does it have to be turkey i'm so confused by that and then like you said about easter why are we what 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 even is easter where the fuck did the easter bunny come from where the fuck did santa come from what is happening listen i don't know i don't know how how to tell you this but i have no explanation for any of these events (laughs) and i am not personally responsible so i don't care where they came from i do enjoy a good easter bunny um so because of covid like this whole like first year of, of covid um is like the first entire year that like my partner and i have spent together so we got to do all of the holiday stuff which was really fun um but like you know for easter i made philly cheesesteaks <laughs> um and then i did like a proper like easter ham the following weekend for fun just to see if for i could fun. do it yeah i do see the thing is that i i do like turkey yeah, so but like, you can have turkey any time of the year. I mean, you can, but the sides, though. So you can technically have these sides whenever you want, but there's just like, listen, if I'm going to order some produce and I can get me some fresh sweet potatoes, I can mm. get I can get the good, good fall winter vegetables that I like, a good potato here and there, um, I'm gonna... But, like, technically I could make all of this stuff, like, year-round. But I don't know. It's just, like, kind of a vibe, too. Because, like, when that time of year comes around, I want big food. I want really warm food. food. (laughs) I mean, that's the best way I can describe it, personally. I'm just, like, I want want warm food that's going to make me tired because I ate so much of it. Pretty much pretty much sums that up (laughs) yeah i mean all of that is fine and dandy and it is nice to if you like your family it's nice to get it you know without covid it's nice to just get together with your family and just have a good time like i'm fine with all of that it just um even stuff like that i take a step back and i'm like like i don't christmas is stressful because you have because traditionally speaking you have to buy someone something. They have to buy you something. Every all of that is stressful for me, and it's traditional. But also, Christmas is a religious holiday. So is Easter. So, like, if I'm not religious, why am I? If I'm not Christian or Catholic, why am I celebrating Easter? If I'm not Christian or Catholic, why am I celebrating Christmas? Like it, because. Uh, this goes back to a majority of America being either Catholic or Christian because, I mean, let's face it, we're all fucking immigrants. Most most of America came from, you know, Europe. There's a lot of Italians here. There's a lot of Irish here. There's a lot of German. There's, lo- there's a lot of 
you know what I mean? Like, mostly religious-based, Catholic-Christian-based countries. So it's just kind of like a generational thing, you know, we bring it over here, whatever. But um, the fact that, like, we're just bringing these religious holidays and making them, like, not religious... Because, like, it's just a weird thing for me. It's weird that the Easter Bunny is not religious, but Easter is religious. And Santa is not a religious being or even a real person. Um, but Christmas, Christmas, it's that's a religious thing. But we're the fuck did. We're making it not religious. I don't, you know what I'm you See, know what I, I mean, I, I know where you're going with it. And... Honestly, I kind of like that. So, like, for me personally, I am I am a very food-driven person. And so I get excited about these holidays because it is an excuse for me to eat. Um, even though I, you know, I eat pretty well all the time. Um, it's just, I, I like having the excuse to get together with family or to just, like, make a big production of, of cooking, like, a meal... Um, but I like this adaptation of just like taking these holidays and just being like, all right, listen, I don't give a shit about the religious aspect of this, of this holiday. Let's have, let's, let's just have like Christmas, but like, have it be like a, like a friend's Christmas or like, you know, the, the, so, so just, just thinking about it a little bit more, um, you know, in college, one of the courses that I took was pop culture philosophy. And one of the very important things that I learned is that it's important to be able to acknowledge, like, what's what's wrong with something. Like, in the case of pop culture philosophy, it was a lot of, like, what's wrong with this piece of media? Acknowledging what's wrong with the piece of media. And then if you want to continue to enjoy it, as long as you have that critique in mind, fucking go for it. So, like, one um one example of that is keeping up with the kardashians right like there's so much wrong on a fundamental level with that show but as long as you're aware of that fucking watch it all you want i don't give a shit um but just being aware of like what's wrong with it so you know in terms of the holidays that we have thanksgiving being a great example of this i i'm not celebrating the genocide of all of these people <laughs> Like, like, absolutely not. The pilgrims can go fuck themselves. Them and their little buckle buckle hats or buckle outfits. <laughs> they're also full gay. circle. They're, they're also gay, but that's not what I take issue with. Um, but just like a- acknowledging that that's fucked. Like, get fucked. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anybody who's still it's it's also really hard because like in school systems they just they try to sell you on the you know the whitewashed version of history mm-hmm. so so there's like a lot of brainwashing that is happening in the public school system to try to make you feel like this is an okay holiday to celebrate when in fact we're celebrating a genocide um also keeping that in mind because like that's fucked up too um but just being like hey i'm gonna take you know this this um, american holiday i'm gonna say fuck just like fuck whoever caused the genocide terrible awful horrible acknowledge that a lot of people were killed un- like unjustly i'm gonna take some time and spend it with my friends um and just you know celebrate what i want to celebrate which would be like 
friendship with my friends or like go hang out with my family for a little bit and just take advantage of this holiday that I've been given. I can see that. I can see that for something like Thanksgiving in particular. Um, and that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That If you like want to just regardless of like what's being celebrated um, just the idea of getting together with your family and friends, and, like having, you know, a big meal. Um, I think that is great. I, I, I do enjoy like, you know, that holiday feel of just like gathering and eating and all that. But there's things that like, so like Christmas, for instance, um, you know, if the Catholics or the Christians are like, if that is a religious holiday, I feel like that should be left to them. And then, like, the Santa part should be, like, a different day. Like, we'll have our own thing, you know? Like, it, it's it's almost... I don't want to say it's, like, we're taking Christmas away from the religious people. Because that's not really what I'm I saying. I want Santa like... to win. <laughs> Let Santa win. Listen, like, for me, Christmas is my, is my favorite holiday. Like, 100%. And it's not the religious aspects it is because i like getting gifts i like giving people gifts i get very excited about gift shopping um starting usually in the summertime because that's when i start keeping my eye out for things that i think people will like and really i i find myself using these holidays as an excuse to do something nice <laughs> like that yeah and that's that's how i i view it because you know with like how my, like my personal work schedule goes I get these days off I yeah. and if and if I don't get the day off I get some day around those days off um to be able to just like go see my family hang out with my partner hang out with my friends stay home and not do anything um so for me like taking the holidays away from their original meeting when in the first place they're kind of fucked up um like that's what I that's what I like to do that's that's my that's my vibe just because like yeah. i'm not I, i'm not a religious person in any way shape or form so like if somebody's like oh yeah you want to you want to come to christmas mass i'm like oh, oh no 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 i, I do no. not oh, oh, thank no, you no, for no. inviting me thanks for the invite but no yes uh thank you but i'll pass <laughs> i have other things i need to do um but yeah, it's just that, you know, it tends to be a day that a lot of people end up having off. And I can see, like, I can see my family in non-COVID times. And, you know, eat a lot of food, get gifts, give gifts, cook something. Just, it's, it's, it's just, like, the way that America is currently set up in terms of, like, the holiday system. Which I really and truly think that it should change just because yes. we, there's that, so many so, other holidays that exist that we just don't acknowledge whatsoever because they don't they don't fall into this christian centric catholic centric view that that's what most i'm saying have. like why is so i know there's like separation of church and state but like why is christmas a federal holiday why is easter a federal holiday like why is this i think so the way i see it like i know it's not going to change or whatever but the way i see it like, I am all for what you said. Like, yes, doing nice things, doing the presents, doing all that. But I feel like it should be on a different day. Have Christmas be, have Christmas be Christmas, December 25th with Jesus. 
and then have that just be for the Christians because that's their thing and then have Santa be on a different day like I just I feel like they shouldn't be mixed in together um so like but because like you said you have all these federal holidays most of these people most of America has these days off like so many people have Christmas you know their work gives them off so of course they're going to take advantage of that you know it just it wouldn't be the same if it was on a different day it would ever the whole world would be turned upside down but um yeah it's, it's one of those things where it's just i think it's going to be a logistical issue um doesn't make it right obviously but yeah i um i was just looking up on my phone so it's i didn't look up like why these you know dates were put up as federal holidays one thing that i think of about a lot is you know who put in god we trust on our money and yeah. when um so like that happened in the 50s under eisenhower um yeah and it was i think it was just a lot to do with like i don't know i'm, I'm thinking i'm trying to i'm very bad with with history Same. <laughs> um just because I did not like my history class. My, one of my history teachers was terrible. Um, and I just immediately forgot everything. Um, I'm, just, I'm just Googling. And God we trust. Why? <laughs> um, yeah. That's like when I was in high school. Like I know there's a lot of controversy around the pledge. Ple uh, oh, am I okay? The Pledge of Allegiance. But when I was in high school or middle when I was in school. Um. I would say the Pledge of Allegiance, but I wouldn't say um, the God part. I mean, I would just say the rest of it. Yeah. Like, why am I saying under God when I'm not religious? I mean, there's something inherently fucked up about having to do the Pledge of Allegiance every day anyway. <laughs> it's brainwashing. Like, it's yeah. brainwashing children. <laughs> it's scary. Um, doing it at, like, sports events, too. It's weird. Um, again, looking at tradition. This is weird. Um, and also it's all all I'm comes back to religion too like it's right. a tradition thing that's religious yeah so I that's this is what I thought okay so this was uh, In God We Trust was added to the money during the Cold War so the so basically like so during the Cold War era the government of the United States sought to distinguish itself from the Soviet Union which promoted state atheism and thus implemented anti-religious legislation um, so we went we went right. Like, we, this is us starting to go further right uh, in terms of our political standing. Um, yeah. So it was just an, it was an anti-Russia thing that ended up being some kind of weird forced religion thing. <laughs> and here we are with it still on our money. Like, why is Harriet yeah. Tubman not on our money? Why are all these white dudes and in God we trust on our money? When we are, again, in 2021, we have elected our first black president. We have elected our first multiracial female vice president. Yeah. We are, this is our, we've been, I feel like most of America is democratic, but then the whole Trump thing happened and it made me um, rethink my entire life and if I want to even be in America. But I just feel like a lot obviously a lot has changed since the fucking cold war so I would, why i would like to i would it? like to think so <laughs> yeah i would like to think so 
Um, I mean, I feel like some people are just stuck in that fucking stuck there with their homophobia, their racism, their whatever. I feel like people are just stuck in wherever the whatever time they're stuck in. But it's not now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's scary. Like, yeah. We we have evolved, so can we bring that? Can we can we continue to evolve, please? Can we not be doing these things? Yeah. That's what I would like. What's so interesting is that, like, people have gone to court and just been like, hey, uh, guys, and God we trust on our money violates the First Amendment. <laughs> and it, it keeps, like, those cases keep getting, like, rejected or, like, you know, dismissed, which is wild to me considering, like, that's my first thought is, like, how did you even fucking get away with that in the first place? Doesn't it go against the First Amendment because we have to be accepting of all people's religion or lack thereof? Um, so it's fucking shitty. Um, what did I want to say? Yeah. Um, it's so it's so interesting because people, just everybody has their prejudice. It doesn't matter how progressive they think they are. The most progressive people in my life, even like as recent as yesterday, were saying some just like racist bullshit that I had to call them out on, and they just didn't. They were like, "Oh, why is it racist?" It's like, are you listening to yourself right now? making a lot of generalizations aren't we <laughs> like even people who think that they're progressive like really everybody just check your biases check why you're doing the things that you're doing just take a good long look at yourself <laughs> yeah examine what examine what you're doing and why why are you doing this <laughs> yep yeah that's what i'm saying take a step back look at the big picture and ask why that's all that's all that's all we're asking just why Wow! Cue Annie Lennox now. She's not here. Oh, <laughs> she's not. Oh. Unfortunately, she's not here now. She, Annie Lennox couldn't make it to this event today, um, so she sent in a satellite message for everybody. I unfortunately did not receive that satellite message, so that will <laughs> not like, be played this afternoon. I was like, "Are you gonna? Are you about to do some kind of like an Annie Lennox impression? Like, where is this going?" And then, no. yeah. Um, is there anything that you would like to promote or discuss that we have not touched upon yet in this podcast? I mean, I dispute a lot of feelings out. Sorry to the listeners for the amount of bitching that I just did for the past hour. Um, just want to, for the 15th time, say I am not shaming anybody. If you're a traditional person, you do you. That's cool. I will come to your wedding if your religion allows me to come to your wedding. I will come to your showers. I will do Christmas with you. I'll eat some fucking Thanksgiving food with you if I want to. Um, but, um, yeah, I can't think of anything. I can't quite, I can't think of anything. Lovely. I'm going to plug Michelle Zahner's book, Crying in H-Mart again. I have not finished it yet. Hopefully soon. And I would also like to promote Pokemon Snap, which I technically... Uh, finished the main story in a matter of days. I had lots of time this week to do so. Um, it is delightful. Big recommendation. 
big recommendation listen if you just want to vibe if you just want to like chill out and take some pictures of some cute pokemon you have you don't even need a fucking frame of reference because i was playing it sitting on the couch my partner comes over sits next to me asks me what i'm doing and if she can try pure delight just like (laughs) absolute like yelling there was there was yelling because of how cute some of the pokemon are it was a good time we're both enjoying it so if you need something chill just just try the just try the photography pokemon game just do it we were actually me and my roommate were discussing this just yesterday about how she wants to get the game but thinking back on when video when brand new video games came out and they were thirty dollars and that was too expensive she's like i just don't want to spend sixty dollars on a new video game which is justified and also we were talking about how the price of things like the inflation there there's an inflation but people aren't making any more money so things are getting more expensive yeah we're still making the same wages so it's just a failure it's a setup for failure yeah wage stagnation is the technical term um yeah i was trying to see like what like because the the time period that she's discussing i'm assuming is like the late 90s early 2000s um for when video games were priced like that and now they've bumped up for next gen they're up to um uh 70 dollars which video games are expensive to make i can understand why they're doing it but something important to remember about um specifically nintendo games is that they typically do not devalue so like if it's 60 dollars now minus a few sales throughout the year it might drop to 50 dollars this is gonna be expensive forever because i can i can think of like me purchasing a gamecube game in like 2010 and still having it be 40 dollars used so like if she wants it she should just pony up and get it and then if she doesn't want it anymore just sell it for 55 dollars like yeah but it but if she doesn't want to spend money that's also fair i understand (laughs) yeah like i just i can't justify i don't know i excuse jesus don't really have the funds to be like spending money even though because we're in a pandemic that's all i've been doing because i have nothing else to do but i also signed up for instacart and i've been making money doing that so that gives me something to do and i'm not spending money i'm making money you're spending other people's money i'm spending other people's money yeah but um i'm gonna pee my pants also i'm starving so i don't i don't have anything else to plug except maybe um drag race down under um that's a thing on saturdays now so okay well i'm gonna promote staying gay yeah i also recommend staying gay i'm gonna go stay gay so bye bye yay <laughs>